1: From the the over-the-top studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas, Road Bike Action Radio, and we are talking Rebecca's Private Idaho with Rebecca Rush. Rebecca, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us.
2: Good morning. Yeah, it's a full-on race production mode here right now in my little office a couple days out from the event.
1: How swamped are you? It's got to be tougher getting ready for a race you produce, more so than one you're getting ready to race.
2: Absolutely. I ride a lot less, sadly, uh, putting on an event to uh, host a bunch of riders. But it's someone kind of mentioned it to me. It's like a family reunion, you know, getting ready to host a bunch of people at your house. And you end up, uh, it's a lot of work. But in the end, it's a huge payoff. And we're close to hitting 550 riders this year. So I'm pretty excited about it. But, yeah, we're running around crazy, you know, lodging. But I did get to do a 100-mile uh, motorcycle ride to scout got the course two days ago, so that was my little last bit of quiet time, and I rode my mountain bike yesterday, so I'm trying to find a little balance between race production and, you know, taking some
1: time for myself. Now, how did you come up with the idea to do this ride?
2: It was kind of a, you know, this is going on year four, and, you know, I wrote about it in my book, how I kind of came up with the, the idea of this, but it there's a few parts to it, but one, you know, I travel around the world, and everybody's just like, I Idaho. Iowa, you know, what? it's just potatoes. What goes on there? Why do you live there? And, you know, Idaho, I lived out of my car for a lot of years, and Idaho is a really special place. And so a big part of it was me just wanting to show people how great this is. I ended up living here because I fell in love with the place for riding and the mountains and the community aspect. And so I always felt like I just wanted to bring people here. And I always thought I'd put on a mountain bike race. Um, but then, uh, when I went to the dirty Kansas five years ago, um, I went sort of kicking and screaming thinking I didn't want to ride a bunch of gravel in Kansas. (laughs) And that was my first gravel event. And I was really pleasantly surprised at how it brings together all the best aspects of mountain biking, road biking. And, you know, it, it was really exciting. I mean, the gravel just throws a twist on it. It makes it technical, but it also means you can bring more people together. And so, after doing that event, and then also Levi's Grand Fondo, which is a road event but very community aspect, um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna. We have so much gravel road in Idaho. I'm gonna do a gravel event. And so, I rode probably I rode, I don't know, probably 600 miles on my motorcycle that year, going and looking for a course. And you know, it's so remote here and beautiful. And that's how I came up with the, with the name when I was out of my moto. It's like it's just quiet. There's nothing out here. It's so remote. We're going to call it Rebecca's Private Idaho. Um, and that was going on four years ago. And um, we're nearing 550 riders this year. So it's, yeah, it was launched based on me wanting to show everybody and invite them to my hometown. But also the sort of aspect of riding gravel is, it's really exciting for me. And it's a really growing segment of the sport too.
1: Now, can, can you tell us a little bit about the course? And is it okay if someone wants to ride a mountain bike or their gravel bike or a road bike?
2: Yeah. And that's one of the beauty of it. I mean, it's sort of run, run what you brung and um, you know, probably 70% ride a gravel bike, you know, like the nine or BSB or RLT. Um, so, but we also have about 30% that ride a hardtail mountain bike. A 29er is a great one um, for the course. We've had a past previous women's winner on a mountain bike. We've had a men's winner on a road bike. We have tandems. We have fat bikes. Um, So you really can ride whatever you want. Um, Probably the fastest tool for the job, and and the most appropriate tool for the job is a gravel bike, but or a cross bike. But you know, really, it's it's just riding a bike. And we have everything from you know elite riders who are trying to to get KOMs and QOMs and earn their uh, custom RPI cowboy hat. And then we have first-time riders who've never, you know, never ridden anything that long before. So it's, it's the wide range.
1: So, Rebecca, QOMs, KOMs, winner. Is this a race or is it more of a grand Fondo? How, how do you run it?
2: I run it so that people can choose and ride it however they like. Um, We do have fully stocked aid stations with roasted Idaho organic rosemary potatoes. So some people are stopping every 15, 20 miles and having a snack and socializing and taking pictures. And then some people like previous winner, Neil Shirley, are throwing down for super fast times. Robin Farina, you know, was five hours last year, just around five hours for a hundred miles. So there, it's the wide range. Um, but we also, we celebrate the first and the last person. One of our best awards is called the baked potato award and it's for the person who finishes last and, but gets through the course and does the long course. And it's, um, an artist friend of mine, Charles Curry, who's also a cyclist. He makes a custom sculpture every year for the baked potato. And we bring that person up on stage. And so it really is about, um, riding it however you feel like riding it and so you know yes there's some prizes we have a list of you know the times that you finish um but it's more about celebrating being on a bike and if you want to ride fast ride fast if you want to ride slowly you can ride slowly you know and And for me personally i ride it slowly i'm out there you know shaking hands riding with people taking a pull handing up water bottles so i'll never officially win my event um and i never want to
1: I was going to say, you sound so genuine about this too. It seems like I could go up there. This could be my first gravel, uh, ride race, and there wouldn't be a feeling of intimidation.
2: I, and I don't want people to be intimidated. You know, I got involved with mountain biking at age 38 as a professional, and I'm still intimidated when I go to races, you know, and because I was a late bloomer and it's part of why I do the SRAM Gold Rush Tour, which is a women's event. It's part of why I launched this is I want to open the door for cycling so people aren't intimidated because I was and I still am sometimes. And all you have to do is say, hey, come on along and, you know, don't call a race. And sure enough, people will get on the start line and they'll push themselves and, you know, push outside their comfort zones if they want to. But there there is no intimidation factor. And I, I feel really strongly about that because you know, we have enough stress in our work and our jobs and, you know, our family life that riding a bike really should be fun. And that's super important to me.
1: Now I feel a little late here with this question, but (laughs) is registration still open? I would have liked to have had this interview with you back in May. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: still open. We probably have about 25 spots left, um, based on our t-shirt numbers that we printed, um, so we will take some late registration, but we don't have any same-day registration. So people can if they want to jump in the car and come out here. Um, Saturday, uh, the ride is on Sunday of Labor Day weekend. And Saturday, we have our welcome party and uh, packet pickup. And, and that's the last day where people can actually register. But we are telling people at this point, if you sign up, you know we'll hopefully let you ride, but you may not get the right size T-shirt <laughs> since you waited this long and procrastinated.
1: Now you've got people coming from all over the country. Who's coming the farthest distance that you know of?
2: You know, um, that's a really good question. Um, I, I haven't, you know, to tell you the truth this morning, I haven't looked. I do know that 70% of our riders come from outside of Idaho. Um, we've definitely got some Canada folks in the mix. Um, but I, I'll give you an update at the end. We'll get our stats on, uh, on who came and where they came from. Um, I know there's quite a few Kansas people that, that jump in the car and drive out here, we've got East coast folks, um, and something I'm really proud of, you know, we do have almost 30% female participation, which for an endurance event is a really high number of female participation. You know, the traditional, like, uh, traditional, you know, hundred mile, you know, Leadville and those kind of events are are usually about 10 or 15% female. So I'm really proud of that number. Eventually I'd love
1: it to be 50-50 and we're working our way up there. Well Rebecca, I'm looking forward to speaking with a couple of your participants uh, during the weekend and hopefully doing a follow-up with you once the ride is uh, completed.
2: Yeah, we'd love to. uh, We'll send you some parade pictures and the thing about the weekend, it is a ride but it's really, um, and it's the reason I do it on Labor Day, it's really three days of activities where it's a big Wagon Days parade here in town, um, our ride, a bunch of you know you can ride with me before the event as well and then a giant street party with live music that goes on for you know 6 hours as people are finishing the event so if you do come next year plan on staying a little while and my goal anyone who comes here is that you feel like a local you feel like you know you belong here as soon as you come to catch them.
1: Now you sound very approachable so I'm wondering if someone bought your book <laughs> could they possibly get an autograph
2: yeah, we'll have um, books available. I'll be roaming around. I spend a lot of the weekend just being a host. And so, yeah, um, my name's on the event. And the whole point is for people to be able to come ride with me and hang with me. And absolutely, we'll be selling books. And I've got too, too many of them in my closet right now anyway. So I'd love to get rid of a couple. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Rebecca Rush, thanks so much for joining us on Road Bike Action Radio. I wish you all the best this weekend. Thanks a lot. From the over the top studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop